listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. So get it how I live, waiting on my moment, screaming, fuck how they feel. Dodging jail cells and the pigs down to kill. They shot Oscar Grant's where it gave a nigga chills. Let's keep it real. If you ain't looking in your eyes closed, will I pay what I owe? Only God knows. Ain't for sure. Give me strength just to change what I can and understand the difference between a nigga and a king that I am gotta keep your finger on the trigger Pac died biggie died they ain't found the killers mama say she worried because i rap about the government and how the church is caked up and people like it struggling that's real though i'm just saying call it how i feel folk i'm I'm literally i just call it how it is folk i'm breathing for a reason what they here for they got us with the villains all the heat who we cheer for because they murdered all the heroes hey welcome to the blackout tips podcast your host rod and karen and we are live on a saturday night mm-hmm. for the smallest audience we've had in a while because apparently crowdcast's email function is it's not like, working it's like no we're not sending out no so this is gonna emails. be like the hidden episode of the blackout tips apparently i know i know we might do something special who knows uh who knows but it's late at night um ready to get into some feedback for you guys you can find us the black guy who tips at gmail.com leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher we like to read those on the show the official weapon of the show is the and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is brought to you by listeners like you that's right uh all the people that take the time out to listen to the show leave us five star reviews donate uh all that stuff that you can do email us uh, leave voice messages this show is for you guys and uh let's talk about the people that gave money i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song is for you today's a new day new day and new money tyrone m thank you for the recurring donation terry w same to you uh lanika lanika m uh who is a brand new recurring yeah, donator I about to say, that sounds brand new go ahead to the new members class jason f thank you for the recurring donation damien r appreciate you michael irvin the playmaker jasmine a thank you waste bees by sura appreciate you alexander alexander m thank you very much eric m shout out attitude check bronco pride come on dostry j thank you jonathan w thank you mary h we appreciate you mary how you doing mm-hmm. rachel h thank you so much uh rachel Let's see who else is on here all right it's deciding to take his time omat a thank you omat uh stefan h we appreciate you janine r thank you so much janine deborah o thank you renita n thank you very much renita we got a one-time donation from idris g thank you idris we appreciate you jeff m thank you so much jeffrey Corey b appreciate you Corey. Mm -hmm. andy s thank you mr span of the span report podcast thank you so much jonathan h thank you uh quanita w who is a brand new recurring donator sweetie look at all this brand new recurring love we getting come on through y'all what y'all y'all try to y'all heard small business saturday and say let's help them out thank you uh go to s thank you so much also a brand new return recurring member 
what is going on i know come on through got a one-time donation from john m who says thank you rod and karen for making me a better person and giving me so much to laugh and think about thank you thank you got a one-time donation from india l who says hi creflo and taffy uh i mean <laughs> rod and karen just wanted to show support thanks thank you well you can sign up for our sunday school edition of the show for just 29.99 um mccole f thank you mccole mm-hmm. km thank you so much uh marvin b yes marvin b uh early days of photography thank you jay full the homie appreciate you yes. good luck out there in the dating game carlton h thank you very much carlton uh michael w is a brand new recurring donator thank you very much michael hey baby what is going on this week Chriselle, uh, everybody know Chriselle. Uh, what's going on, Chriselle? Thank you. Hey, baby. Asia D, appreciate you. Justin J, thank you. Nerds and luxury, those luxurious nerds, appreciate you. Candace H, thank you. Solana S, thank you. Katie G, will we offer extra week? Where are all these people going from? I don't know, but Yvonne the- M. But, uh, I, but i'm not i'm not i'm not gonna say nothing against my blessings i thank y'all and adam s that's everybody thank you so much thank guys look in the mirror always remember all right let's get into our five star reviews okay we got quite a few actually yay that's right um so on itunes we got a bunch uh all hell g great podcast five stars they say uh i finally remember the password to my itunes account on a mac i haven't used in two years on a day that i should be writing my six page paper and on a black friday shopping and and on black friday shopping that's how good this podcast is thank you shout out to you for remembering that password they talk about everything yes that too from sports to politics to karen and rod's random thoughts they work too hard for me to be lazy and not write this review so go subscribe subscribe and become a premium member when i was on a budget i tried to cancel my premium membership and i did successfully for five seconds and then just like crack <laughs> i had to get it again worth every overdraft fee <laughs> oh my god we were hoping y'all get overdraft fees but thank you thank you so much that's that's dedication come on great podcast by newbie for uh newbie 14 who says laugh out loud whether out and about or at home yeah a lot of people wrote us about there like y'all trying to get me fired this week (laughs) yeah we got a lot of those tweets and facebooks (laughs) welcome to the cookout y'all five stars by gold gold 78 who says i always look forward to the show rod and karen you keep me informed and entertained it's about time i leave five this five stars to say thank you go to s thank you go to uh no lynn 875 says hands down the best five stars rod and karen keep me laughing thinking and learning this is my favorite podcast uh thank you thank you been gone for a minute now i'm back with the five stars says scott dre <laughs> who, who says yo that bullet ball explain episode was hilarious i was in tears thinking about those islanders singing nuck if you buck wishing you guys a happy holiday keep the fire coming dre thank you thank you baby yeah that that's funny that it was all it on on the fly because i was literally queuing up the song was uh, i think miss smart or somebody in the chat said it and then it was like i i just literally hit play right as we were reading that comment uh best down to earth couple tiffany j says i've been listening to this podcast since 2015 and i love it great people and if you have long commutes 
please subscribe yeah we get a lot of long commuters up in here man you know we got lost in a lot of traffic and we do a lot of episodes so Mm -hmm. you know you never Mm -hmm. have to let your mind be bored Mm -mm. it's probably calm you down from cussing people out you're laughing too hard the podcast everyone should be listening to five stars by poor recent grad ryder karen offer offer wonderful commentary on pop culture social issues and the overall debauchery of our world discovering this podcast was one of the highlights of my year karen is hilarious rod's voices take me out stop what you are doing and join the winning team that's what i'm saying drop them zero podcasts and get with a hero podcast come on heroes okay we just out here trying to help y'all out uh, we also got some on stitcher um james r says five stars and it says james r not related okay i will not be shamed <laughs> any longer great podcast somehow i'm listening to reviews and recaps of tv shows i don't even watch love you both keep doing great things and thank you for putting out such an excellent show thank you thank you you ain't got to be shamed no more fold your arms and shame everybody else mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what happens when you leave your stars you can shame you can look at everybody else carry around your shaming stick and get the wagon it come on get the point of that people uh that guy in kenya leaves a five, uh, five star review four days ago on stitcher a great lens to view the chaos mm. thank you that, that's poignant i like that come on straight to the point the black autist is hilarious honest reflection of the society we live in today rod and karen artfully weave together the news and facts with their thoughts anecdotes and jokes as well as hit you with some hard truths that a majority are not willing to face rod and karen have given me and many who listen to their podcast countless hours of laughter spectacular insight and the space that affirms the feeling that we're not crazy people actually believe this trash and it is trash to think like this you will not regret a listen thank you thank you baby from kenya mm, i appreciate it you know we're trying to get our das- diaspora on you know what I'm saying? trying to spread the word uh jcmga says five stars love the show i laughed so hard at the zelda segment it made my whole week 300 percent better thank you thank you uh lanny says five stars so so good i love this show and after that bullet ball episode this week and two years of consistent free loamia i hope i pronounced that right uh donate at uh oh after after free loading i'm gonna donate after this okay it's auto check got you um i could not continue pulling off uh putting off writing my five-star review this show brings out the humor in the darkest topics but rod and karen never shy away from sharing their commentary on serious issues too it was no surprise in this episode classic christmas carols that tbgwt ranked higher than some of the other black podcasts one of the named shows tbgwt beat yes beat had to had jumped the shark a long time ago because they make it abundantly clear that they don't like what they do and often ignore important issues that their young demographic really need to be aware of Ooh, shade i don't know who it's about mm-hmm. but uh i was cool with everybody on this no these are not our words i'm just reading the review uh listening to this podcast you will fall in love with Ryder karen's slightly dark humor and karen's adorable puns great show thank you thank you I, i'm trying to do better on my pun game y'all yeah you and you are doing better you know i think you've been doing good you stepped it up see that's what happened when y'all encouraged me <laughs> well, i feel like trying is like 90 percent of the thing like it's not like pun pun just if if you make a good pun people groan and laugh anyway <laughs> yeah they do make a bad one they just groan right it's not really that big of a difference <laughs> and they laugh too because it's so bad uh 
either way you're gonna get laughed yeah uh we have no new reviews for spoiled movie reviews mm-hmm. that i see and i haven't checked it on uh give me one second i'll check it on uh on uh what do you call it uh, stitcher okay stitcher okay i checked itunes already so uh let me just double check real quick won't take but a second guys um but yeah we appreciate people that lead the five star reviews because it really makes it worthwhile doing the show and uh it really helps spread the word more than you know it doesn't cost anything but some time and a little bit of wi-fi or whatever uh you use to get on the internet uh but uh it could be the difference between somebody deciding to listen to our show or not so mm-hmm. um all right let's get into our web uh to our on our website because i didn't see no more five star reviews let's get to our website theblackguyautist.com we have episodes that we put up every episode you can leave comments you can vote in the polls things of this nature um this week being no exception episode 1795 was our feedback episode uh called damn gina uh Uh, uh, uh. talked about gina rodriguez and her commentary and what and really it was really more than it was about it was bigger than gina rodriguez because i don't know her so i would know you know and i said it several times during the episode that i'm not defending her because i don't fucking know her but i do wonder about the way that people try to deconstruct arguments and if it's consistent because i think consistency is key here and it's more key to me than whether or not gina rodriguez has issues with blackness and race and shit because just from the little bit that i've seen of her she seems to in these situations have some some either some issues or some um some lack of understanding from a black perspective which you know obviously everybody can't have a black perspective but she seems to kind of not get it from our perspective which whatever that's not but i want to know why people accept these arguments sometimes and don't others and i think it matters and writes in about the discussion of gina rodriguez and her comment about pay gaps gina is not a white presenting latina she is brown skinned black-haired woman who would previously pass more for a native american than white well probably pass i'm sorry more for native american than white which a point about the fact that more white presenting hispanics and latinas are treated differently is correct just look at tom brady's wife she's blonde light-skinned latina who is one of the highest paid models yeah um you know as with all this shit a lot of it is kind of subjective and not really written in stone um i don't know that gina rodriguez is white presenting which is why i I don't think i said she was i was like but i can understand the people if that's what it is um but there's a such thing like on the colorism scale even within in almost every race but let's talk we're talking specifically about the uh latinos or whatnot there are white latinos and non-white latinos it doesn't mean they're white passing Mm mm-hmm it doesn't necessarily mean that white presenting but it does mean that like there's a colorism privilege within the spectrum there and she is a lighter skin like i know she's brown she's brown compared to like white people but white people and 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 this goes for black people too i said this in the show but when you look at the actresses that are black who are the it girls in hollywood the vast majority of them are light-skinned or biracial actresses now i'm not knocking their blackness Mm -mm. but white people get to be the ones who make these decisions and they pick a particular looking type of woman most of the time doesn't mean they're not woke i mean shit um (laughs) tracy ellis ross is woke 
amanda stanberg is woke like yara sahidi is woke but they're also of a certain look and appeal um and so uh it's not surprising to me when folks fall a little bit short of the like radical type of thinking that people would want these actors to have um specifically in the case of gina rodriguez which she said something that i feel like first of all i don't feel like her comments particularly were offensive and they definitely weren't specifically offensive to black women i think they may not have been on point but they weren't i don't i think it was a stretch to call those comments offensive i think she just has a track record and so everything she says is bad to a lot of people but the thing i was gonna that i was noticed though is she said something that i think a lot of black people can identify with but because she's persona non grata we don't want to admit it we have been taught to be grateful right a lot of us have and i'm not saying that's a good thing but there's a lot of us who have been taught to appreciate things and i'm a person that appreciates things but you've been taught to appreciate things to a point where you may not get or be an advocate for yourself and the things you deserve in a lot of cases because you've been told to feel fortunate to even get in the door like oh you're rich that should be good enough there's a lot you know you're not broke you're not poor you're not dead you're not in prison why are you rocking the boat and asking these white folks why they're not paying you equal to a white man when really you should just be happy you're making more than any other brown person you know and i do understand the struggle of being like it's hard for me to stay in a militant mind frame because i wasn't raised in a militant mind frame of you walk in that door you get what you earn you look them in the eye you tell them a lot of us were told you got to work twice as hard to get half as much and that's a good job you know oh you got a good government job you know that type of Mm -hmm. shit where you know don't hey if you can just do your dream on the side you made it you know these are the things we were taught and so i can understand her not really needing to be the person that speaks on these panels or feeling like the reason i keep tripping over myself is because i've been told that to just be grateful that being said i still think she probably does have issues with race and black people and specifically you know because this other thing she said that weren't this that i thought really did sound fucked up right like i think she said something about wanting latino people in black panther or something and i was, I was like that's that's weird why would you like why would you even think that you know what i mean it's not like you look like do you look at crazy rich asians and be like where the black people like right that makes no sense to me you know so that's more weird to me than than anything else um all right back to this Coquey says i've got to say that's that most of the comments i've seen about gina have come from black latinas and i'm inclined to let them cook uh they recognize racial microaggressions in their community as well as we do in ours but the comment that irritated me and gina's comments were because i can't help but feel already so gracious that to to do what i do and feel like culturally i feel like i was raised to just feel so appreciative of getting here to me that is a direct slap at other communities being ungrateful at the very least all right uh, karen did you take it that way no no and also it goes back to what you were saying even black people to an extent have been taught just to be grateful it's almost like you better be glad we even gave you the opportunity to walk your ass in the room and you better not say nothing you better not rock the boat but i think that people that have been raised to 
be like i deserve i walked in the room i've earned it and everybody everybody does not have that boldness within themselves like everybody doesn't everybody doesn't have that pride within themselves some people get it as they get older and some people never get it at all so the fact that she said that and she was actually talking about herself not about i, I don't think she was talking about other people in general because there are because because you look I, I i treat it like sports whenever it's it comes to sports particularly with football and basketball whenever these dudes don't act thankful and grateful everybody sees how the media and everybody responds to them it's very visceral and negative when they come out i deserve i own my ownership me me you know i i am prideful and doing the same thing that white people do all the time and we see the the uh dog whistling and all that stuff that's at them you know and i kind of look at it like this you know she is brown i don't think she's saying that she's not brown and i think that she also acknowledges that she doesn't have the words and sometimes people speak on things and they don't always have the words and they're not always perfect in what they say and sometimes i think people have a tendency to forget that like 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 just just particularly on social media i'm, I'm not talking to cookie but just in general people have a tendency to forget that everybody does not have all the woke words all the right things to say all the time and i think that this situation is different than the I, I treat those other situations as almost separate and we're talking about what she said on this situation she was speaking from her particular perspective and yes hollywood and and most jobs and spaces that you're in if you're the minority they treat you and they act like you should act like you should just be thankful to be here and if you don't something's wrong with you they act like you're the problem for rocking the boat for just saying me being grateful just ain't enough i want my pay i want my money i want my respect yeah and then this the other part of this is like i'm not trying to be dismissive because but you know this show is my opinion and karen's opinion you know other people have their platforms to get their opinion i'm not saying anybody's not valid i'm mm-hmm. not even saying I, I i hate that this has got into like whether or not gina rodriguez is racist or not that part to me is so i don't know that part to me is the least of the worries i just know that those comments that people are stretching i think people are stretching these comments particularly the i'm grateful thing and the particularly the um the pay gap thing when she talks about like i'm reading a piece by an afro-latina woman written on B- black enterprise who said i it, it's it's crazy to i don't know how people can't can't feel like saying saying this kind of is bad to your opinions and yes i stretched before i reached on this one i get the context of rodriguez's comment but at the end of the day she had no right to use black women as a point of reference or comparison to communicate her feelings about diversity and equal pay in hollywood invalid or not it well to me i'm like it does matter right you can't and this is a twitter thing that i really dislike or social media thing is why i prefer talking about this shit on the podcast people really will take the context out of something to find a way to be like this what you really meant i did not take it that she meant uh, anything particular to black women in these comments um if anything um in that sentence she brings up um (laughs) she she brings up other women too asian women like are asian women uh, okay to go in there and be like don't compare us don't you use asian women for uh, like it's particularly only 
people only saw this as an attack somehow on black women and i just don't feel that that's what happened i I mean i'd be lying to get on the microphone and be like you know i'm not gonna ever pander and be like well nah nigga that's what it was that's what they said it they have not made that argument make sense to me that it's that this comment particularly is about attacking black women right and we talked about this before and this is how i feel about the situation is and 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 people will not admit we've actually read studies on this show talking about the 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 pay grade just with women in general not 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 Mm -hmm. not actresses women in general and it is white women black women and then it kind of goes down well it's honestly that's the other thing that bothered me even they could have just came at her for the fact she fucked the numbers up right it's actually not white women black women asian women it's white women asian women black women latinx women or latino women i guess or however you want to put it and and then um and then indigenous women on the at least on the stats i saw now those stats aren't even of hollywood Mm -mm. so i don't even i said when we started the point i don't even know that her numbers are right and i'd like to see the numbers because i don't think these numbers have been done and i think she's just using the same numbers that people use for oscar so white thing is when she when these numbers were up there for oscar so white people basically were like this these numbers are the truth and they used those numbers to be like these are the points we're trying to make as black women we don't get paid enough and everybody was like yeah that that's proof then gina rodriguez tries to cite what i believe to be the same numbers even though she flubbed them and people went you can't use those numbers and i'm like that doesn't make sense to me that's like saying black women don't have a point because carrie washington is number eight on the top 10 actresses list that's that does not take away from the very valid point that black women are underpaid throughout the industry whether there's an outlier or two or not that's that doesn't you know what i mean a change the point you're making um the fact that you know people were saying well gina rodriguez makes a lot of money all the women that got to be on that stage are the top actresses in hollywood so well, even if it's gabrielle union someone would be like well gabrielle union makes a lot of money that's not the point she's advocating for a group of people you know so i i don't know i feel like people I, she just must have such a fucked up history that she could walk in and like repeat what everybody said and people would be like nah nigga yeah and also it's one of those things too <clears throat> to where when these numbers were used for black women it was rah 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 she's using these same statistics and i think she's using these same statistics and she was saying black people actually get paid more than us and instead of black people being understanding to that and going you know what you right is we don't like her and because we don't like her everything she says fucked up and then all jokes aside it's it's like niggas is like if we're not going after these white women what is we attacking and you can't be like that there's subsections too and you could be a black woman and still have privilege there there are women that are non-black that actually make more money than us have have struggles have harder struggles that are non-black i mean that are not 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 that are non-black but then they're not african-american like black i'm talking about black women Mm mm-hmm and so when she says this she's going up the ladder and because she's going up the ladder black women felt attacked and they go well i'm not a white woman she didn't say you were white all she was saying is based off of these numbers black women make more money than we do and i'm pointing this out and instead of people acknowledging this just like black women expect white women to acknowledge the fact that we go y'all make more money than us 
a lot of people turned around and lashed out back at her and attacked her what's the difference between that and when black women call out white women and white women turn look at their privilege and instead of acknowledging and going you know what girl you're right they lash back at us we get mad and angry right we get upset right because it's an injustice to that because she's calling out something and everybody won't look at everything she said or what they thought she said and stretching the truth versus looking at the reality of what this woman is actually saying and i think a lot of times the mouthpiece matters and people will never admit it anybody else could have said the same thing she said and people would have been like hey girl you right but because she said and people don't like her anyway people went fuck her on all accounts yeah it's just weird because i think it's definitely some social media shit like there are certain people that are persona non grata and to be in the cool kids club you have to join in you don't get to think about it you don't get to parse it you don't get to see any other side of it and i think she must just be a person that is you know like i said having not kept up with her shit and just basically getting hip to it this week it's like okay yeah it sounds like she could have some issues with black women specifically this but this to me is like um this is like jumping on a pattern and fucking up your own case it's like because you're trying to make everything count and and there's no need to make everything count i think the black panther comments alone are enough for me to be like oh nah fuck her you know like that's enough for me i don't need everything coming out of her mouth to be problems this to me it's it seems it becomes a character of it caricature of itself when you're like yeah she said this because she hates black women it's like but y'all said the same stats last year y'all said them these are your numbers she fucked up the asian part mm-hmm. but the black women doing better than latina part that was in the studies that y'all used it was i saw those numbers and now you're trying to make me think i'm crazy when i saw you use the numbers and then turn around and say she shouldn't have used those numbers and you know like i said i don't know her like that so maybe mm-hmm. i you know i keep saying that going back to that because maybe there's some context here that if i would have been following her all this time i would have been like aware of like i would have been like yeah well even if it doesn't count it counts you know but Mm -hmm. i'm not there with her so i don't know and it's like the lena dunham shit where sometimes lena dunham does some dunham does some fucked up shit and it's like i'm glad people are calling her out and then some of her shit is like she went to the beach today and people are like you fat ugly bitch and it's like well that's against the values you claim to hold come on so now so now what is it is it you can call her a fat ugly bitch and and do all that shit and and then in the guise of feminism but then turn around and say like no one should judge you like i don't i just don't get the the double standard but anyway i have no idea how much actresses of colors make on colors color make on the average but i'm sick of other communities of color using back struggle as an example while still looking down and knows that us at the same time yeah i didn't find that this particular comment was that and for the record we've talked about when it was that like that time it was i think the new york times and someone wrote an editorial talking about how latino people uh, latinx people do not um complain like the oscar so white people basically trying to say that black people while black people are busy complaining we're busy building our own and shit and i and to me that's absolutely a shot at black people and from the lint from another minority being like another marginalized group using anti-blackness and i think gina rodriguez has a couple examples where i could see that yeah but i just didn't find that last one to be that 
yeah and you know there has been a history so i'm not trying to erase that history anything but based off of the knowledge and the wisdom and what i know as of today this is how i feel yeah uh tiffany says uh hey y'all i let the week get away from me again it didn't leave my comment after the episode it was just last week that i had a discussion with my younger sister on why we as black women had to stop telling selling ourselves short when it comes to asking what we are worth we both played collegiate ball and my first job out of college was an assistant coach as a at a junior college and i would offer at one hour lessons up to elementary middle slash high school students and i charged 75 dollars an hour per kid the head coach charged 200 dollars an hour but only because she knew no one would pay that and that way i could charge whatever and they would be apt to pay it uh, which i could appreciate and this was back in 2003 my sister is currently working with the gym and they told her that they would pay her 70 dollars an hour for lessons and she said cool however it was for 12 girls she showed up and there are actually 18 girls they're ready to, for the lesson she called me and was frustrated because she got paid and they only pay her 35 dollars for the hour lesson wow wow and that's when she told me about the arrangement and i told her wait a minute what is the facility charging them for these lessons keep in mind this is not 70 dollars per kid it's 70 dollars for the hour she did some digging and found out the facility is charging these kids 1500 dollars for these sessions oh no you're gonna pay me don't waste my time i told her when you call them about your pay you tell them that because of the increase in girls and the cost of the motherfucking brick has gone all the way up right i told her not to take less than 150 for the hour and they can't agree to a walk away because volleyball is looked at as a white girl sport which it ain't i told her if you were a white girl they would have no problem paying you hell they walk they walk they inexperienced non-athletic mediocre asses in the space and demand shit and they give them that and more and 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 the time has come for us to stop selling ourselves short and get what's ours i just had to get that out your discussion was right on time and i'm so sick of that mediocrity being held as a standard of excellence and we have to list all our accolades before we are even given a chance love y'all and thank you for what all you are doing yeah and thank you that goes back to what i'm saying <laughs> low-key what jenna rodriguez is saying if your sister your sister has something inside of her that wouldn't let her show her ass the second they show her 35 dollars or 18 kids we always get taught that shit as you're addressing in your in your comment like that have been like, that's not a that's not a latina thing that's not a that's not that's not everybody that's basically not a white male thing we're taught like even when you, it's a fucking agreed upon to give me my pre-agreed upon sum of money and they go and we're gonna fuck you a little bit we go well it's lucky i'm even getting paid yeah 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 that's yeah because your sister's really nice because a lot of people are like oh it's more girls than what you said oh i'm not teaching the class i'm gonna waste everybody's fucking it's, I'm not, teaching it's the not class. even that your sister's really nice it's that black people brown people we have it ingrained in us we are taught to be thankful for this shit right we have to unlearn it you know it's one of the reasons that i see why um i mean personally i wouldn't want gina rodriguez on any panel talking about equal pay Mm-mm. now she's aware of her issues and i'm glad she's honest and upfront i don't even want you there sis because you're sitting there telling me walking in like well i'm just happy to be here so i mean i might not have the most woke shit to say okay what well, let somebody else take a turn then it's cool you don't have to do this no one's making you do this you don't have to be a spokesman or spokesperson for this conversation you can easily step aside and leave it to the people that are like i actually do give a fuck and i actually feel like whether it makes me likable or not y'all niggas owe me what y'all owe me you know anyway i'm glad you uh i hope your sister listens to you and Mm -hmm. and gets gets her money 
and the sad part is you have to be willing to walk away because if you don't walk away put it if you walk away at least you'll respect yourself and i say that as a person that with this show there's been opportunities we've had to be like nah like sucks you know that could be some money for us or something down the line but nah not gonna do it um but at least you can respect yourself at least i can respect myself rather than making some type of compromise i can't live with and the fucked up part is they'll probably pay some white girl what they promised to pay they probably pay 150 dollars. they probably will pay some white girl that the right amount and and totally and she probably not even half as qualified possibly right they talk they probably will do that shit if she says no but i if she says no at least she can respect herself now i know it's easy for me to say i don't have her bills i don't know maybe that 35 dollars matters to her or something is oh you can put it on your resume somehow i don't know the specifics but i i i don't i support her if she decides to turn it down put it that way classic r&b lover says hi rod and karen i voted yes in the poll the poll was where gina rodriguez comments about the gender pay gap offensive okay um uh hi ron and karen i voted yes in the poll but i wanted to explain my yes was not solely about this comment it's about a pattern of things by gina rodriguez that make me side eye her yeah that's see that's what i think most of y'all are saying that are offended and i'm i understand me too but i specifically asked the poll question about those comments because i want to get to the heart of the matter and i appreciate your honesty about it because i think the people saying yes are saying i have a problem with her right because those comments to me it was a stretch to turn that into like it's an attack on black women unless you just feel like she comes in the room and it's gonna be a problem with black women then of course she could say hi and i'm gonna be like mm, hi really sis what you mean by hi you know what i mean i mm-hmm. think that's where people are at with it i right. just haven't been embroiled like in a lot of this shit i've been trying look i've been trying to weed i i was not joking this year when i said i'm weeding myself out of a lot of the social media hot topics and shit because it really does poison my mind it mm-hmm. makes it it's depressing mm-hmm. um it's stressful and you're constantly being whipped into a frenzy over shit that if we're being honest i don't care about and doesn't affect my life right a lot of it is really um minuscule shit when it comes to life shit like there's real life shit that you know maybe a conversation on twitter might change most of it's not and some of this stuff is so minute it's like someone so said the wrong thing this apology wasn't good enough this and people are just consistently like whipping it up whipping up whipping up and some people that's their job mm-hmm. like i brand. see i see these patterns now like 2018 has been such a great year because i've seen these people's patterns and backed off of them like nah all you do every day is start shit you wake up in the morning wait till you see this like you you're walking around basically with a hand with a handful of feces putting it in my face and going can you smell this don't it stink all day every day and then i go why do i have a headache it's because you (laughs) you know what i mean and so um to a certain extent these type of topics i look at a little bit differently now because i'm like i don't really give a fuck what jenna rodriguez says but i do give a fuck why it bothered everyone so badly unless it when it wasn't what why it was spun the way it was spun i'd rather people be straight up because there's enough shit to be offended by where it don't you don't gotta spin it Mm -mm. you know you don't gotta spin it at all it's just what had happened 
you know there's a lot of motherfuckers just coming out saying exactly how they feel and we don't need to like wonder ponder or anything but some of the shit feels like people are making it into like gina rodriguez called us niggers when it wasn't um all right she has a habit of commenting on anything involving black people in a way that diminishes black people saying black panther would have been better with latinx people in it and and being those such as and ben i don't know what that means and ben those such as inclusion would have made no narrative sense narrative sense yeah i agree yeah that sounds ridiculous to me that like i said that enough is enough for me to be like oh yeah i just don't keep up with gina rodriguez she's ridiculous like that's it i then don't need to like walk around with a handful of her shit making y'all smell it that's it like she's a ridiculous person like as a brown person how do you not know that like it's not like i went to fucking uh uh it's not like i went to fucking moana or um oh what's my what's my joint um with the pixar movie oh my god i just the one where they went to the land of the dead oh that that joint was so good i cried uh grandmama was in it (laughs) you know what i'm talking about y'all yes uh, coco coco yeah i didn't walk out of coco and be like where the black people right that's been fucking ridiculous that enough is enough for me to be like oh gina rodriguez don't get it i get i that's it yeah sometimes things ain't for us but that's all right right but my point is if her saying black people and and brown people need to be in black panther is enough for me to be like oh yeah yeah, okay yeah no I'm, i'm good that's enough like it didn't like i don't need to then turn shit where him sure i actually ordered white toast instead of whole wheat toast that's because that bitch don't like black people like i like i don't need to do that part of it i ordered sourdough toast because that bitch is sour right like i don't i don't need that part of it where it's like yeah did you know that she likes uh she she doesn't like raisins in her bread like i don't need that um then when she talked about powers of the caribbean type movie um it then when she talked about powers of the caribbean type movie it would only include white and latinx people because clearly there are no black people in the caribbean i had not heard that comment she chimed in again on girls trip but had zero to say about the white girls movies mm-hmm. she hosted a latino women in films event so she could spotlight the actresses and get to meet some of the women that she admires which is fantastic however she excluded afro latina actresses and when asked about it she said she didn't know any okay all right well i'm gonna tell you something that you probably don't want to hear she might not know any afro latina tina actresses and she might not look up to any so that might be the truth that should also disqualify her from talking about race come on she shouldn't have been on nobody's panel i just like who are the white people that decided who was on the panel in the first place come on they they, they didn't do their research but even still i i i I can see how all these things are fucked up correct and i'm telling you that still doesn't make those isolated comments about attacking black women to me now i'm willing to grant that some of these things could have been reported out of context because we know how the media and the internet do but there are only so many say same themed actions that can be attributed to you before everything you say and do around subject is suspect yeah i agree with that and uh like i said i i i think that's the truth of the matter and i wish people would be honest like you were and just say that that's the problem and not yeah because she said this and that means she don't like black people like no 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 you think she don't like black people because she seems to not like black people and anytime she say the word black we about to be on her ass and i get it 
that's a but that's a different point than these comments were racist because those comments didn't seem racist to me uh great uncle bob says jessica alba gotta be in the top five white presenting latinas folks right oh yeah she in the top five mm-hmm. low-key j-lo in there too yes she is quiet is kept quiet is kept she playing an italian in this new movie mm-hmm. like i mean look man that white presenting white passing shit is a is a head scratcher and it's a very complicated and everything mm-hmm. but you know it when you see it you know and i'm not surprised if their comments aren't as militant as afro latina people and stuff and even with the afro latinx people it ain't it ain't always a cakewalk with that shit either because there's no. some of them that say nigga and people go i don't like it when they do that there's some of them mm-hmm. that say i'm not black even though my my daddy dominican you know it's it's levels to all this shit everybody ain't friends and getting along on a diaspora just because you know people have an issue with this particular woman today that don't mean everybody gets it and is on the same page is it's all over the place out there uh the poll was were gina rodriguez's comments on the gender pay gap offensive yes no or i just don't like her 20 percent said yes 70 percent said no which uh, that's the group i'm in to be honest 11 percent said i just don't like her and those are the motherfucking stars of the poll because i appreciate the honesty because i know them yeses is really i just don't like her y'all know it too y'all know it <laughs> y'all know y'all in that group so how uh, that's what you be the poll how many of y'all yeses don't like her ass as well like come on now <laughs> tina says i think her comments would have been met with better reception if she explained about intersectionality she meant woman then plc then her specific group i voted no in the poll but it seems that she often this panel with the with yar the girls trip trip tweet yeah i didn't see that one but thank you for pipping me to it um matter of fact i'm about to google gina rodriguez girl trip girls trip because i do like having all the tea okay (laughs) so i know some of y'all think i'm just trying to be ignorant when i'm not because i actually went and googled this shit before we did the show last week and i googled some afterwards to be like what the fuck is all the racism um let's see why don't they have new they just have her tweets and not the news on it uh okay gina rodriguez is back at again oh that's actually lipstick alley i better not click on that Mm -hmm. um the wrong alley to go down yeah 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 let me see let me look at this tweet see if she deleted it or something um because i would just like to know and i see she also apologized apparently okay uh all right give me a second and let this work um i'm sorry it hurts to have been misunderstood i hear all of y'all will keep my comments including praise to myself oh yeah she definitely made that about herself um let's see uh they want you to understand you can call for more latina representation without mentioning black people hashtag well what about us manner um (laughs) well at and i will keep all my comments including my praise to myself what what didn't nobody ask you to stop praising black people god that is so sensitive um i'm not talking taking anything away i'm talking being inspired follow your dreams because then others will believe they can too praising wait gina she's just saying that how that's how i came off because common practice to take from black people and folks in the media i know you know this um yeah i'm trying to see this is just last year too um 
i don't speak for all black people but it reads off as a competition that because this race made something we as people of color need to compete to make it what that mentality is bananas ha ha oh wow okay who is competing it's already a success that won't change because one is inspired i'm trying to get to the original comment that sparked this is like a thread right um come on man what the fuck um here's another great point relax it's just a tweet of appreciation what was the original fucking tweet man she must have deleted it can't find it uh the tweet man that person had to protect a tweet so i still don't know um we need a latina oh perez hill said we need a latina version of girls trip with you and two uh two and others done authentically latinos are so underrepresented at the movies and then so they said that perez hilton said that to what and we know perez hilton got some racial issues mm-hmm. said that to whatever her okay so this is what she said the hashtag the first time i saw me was at america ferrera and real women have curves and i fell absolutely in love with her i felt present and heard so that was her then that's when perez hilton said we need a girl's trip with y'all with latinos in it it's also said done authentically which i don't understand what that means Mm-mm uh he, she put what an inspiration girl strip is for our community those women are incredible and i agree this would be fucking fantastic okay i, I mean i are those is that the comment that pissed everybody off i feel like perez hilton was really the one who yeah made that shit fucked up um but i don't yeah all right man if y'all if y'all say so man i I don't know uh i guess gotta be an article on this there's no articles um all right well all right well that's what she did that's fucked up i guess but that that also feels like a bit of a stretch but maybe there's another tweet or something out there i just don't know about right um (laughs) all right um she wishes to have the same for her own community what having said that uh she is, uh, isn't opposed to black women but also doesn't verbally acknowledge that seeing progress made by black people eventually celebrating us she wishes the same for her own community without having said it and there being an automatic mistrust of her for her because of those white passing latinx and anti-blackness that can be found in pretty much any passing like uh, any community it is not assumed that her point includes or acknowledges hard-fought battles by black communities but gabriel uh didn't feel alarmed so perhaps there's some understanding by individuals who have direct interactions with her that she is not among the anti-black latinx people yeah gabby you mean gabby union yeah uh in that room and in that conversation i definitely trust that gabby would have countered her point if gina was expressing anti-blackness instead gabby pointed out the strides gina has made in increasing visibility for latinx women and the value of the project she has chosen yeah i mean and honestly you know if gabby i do feel like gabby would have called her out but if gabby wouldn't have wanted to i would have understood that too right you know it's a lot to basically put the black woman in the room as the like voice of reason in these conversations all the time Mm -hmm. and sometimes she be like that's not my business and i'm and i'm not here to to actually speak on all black women's behalf on every time something fucked up happens but i do love gabby because gabby speaks her mind she is sharp as a fucking whip like uh i remember back when i used to watch real time with bill maher like i was blown away when she went on there i was like this woman is fucking brilliant like i had no idea 
uh phil says i just wanted to watch jane the virgin now people are canceling gina i'll have to folk and not watch the show anymore yeah i never watched it so maybe that's <laughs> a why lot of people enjoy that show yeah someone also said she get paid for that show you know mm-hmm. like she making serious money Laketa says the stats she quoted are ones i've heard before and the article about the top paid actresses was focusing on that subgroup of women not women across the workforce i don't particularly care for her but i think she was unfairly passed on because people just don't like her i can see why she was hesitant to say anything at all i don't know what to tell her short of say fewer things question mark yeah that sums up how i feel about it in general yeah and at the end what's so fucked up about it is that it's a lose-lose situation and people don't want to admit that particularly on social media if i speak up and i fuck up it's a problem if i don't say anything at all it's a problem you know and if i speak up and and and, and i and i'm actually people agreeing with me you're going to get praised but you're still going to get people that's going to attack you because you say anything at all mm-hmm. particularly her particularly if you own that i don't fuck with you list yeah uh, we had episode 1797 bullet ball explained we had a lot of comments a lot of people loved this episode they were sharing it and i skipped media the medium talk healthy roots episode because y'all didn't leave any comments uh because y'all don't support black women as much as y'all talk bad about gina rodriguez how I many y'all skipped that episode or didn't leave comments and left a poor, a poor black woman who's trying to be a young entrepreneur out to dry how many of y'all did that but y'all want me to feel bad about gina all right if that's what y'all say um we got 13 episodes on the bullet ball episode uh episode 13 comments heroja got a lot to say heroja shot says yes we have a big lot in california they are authentic like our tacos uh <laughs> ms me or mzme says rod karen justin i had to write in to thank you for this fabulous birthday gift that was this episode first a revisit to bullet ball and y'all voicing the ex-wife i die and i'm sending this from the afterlife and we got a groupie tail nigga again another great episode thank you happy birthday mm-hmm. baconzilla bacon says i will never miss working the opening shift at a coffee shop next to a toys r us never ever ever happening again those non-niggas brought their fights from toys r us to the coffee shop line how does (laughs) how does anyone have the energy to fight at 5 a.m like what love y'all hate y'all should be working but laughing too hard bacon thanks bacon i'm glad we have a love hate relationship with them Mm -hmm. for every single time we revisit the bullet ball story is always hilarious i needed this laugh thank you so much forrest thank you forrest d ramsey ph dunn says please let rod justin and karen do all the voiceovers for all the reality shows five stars hashtag at my desk crying let me tell you something i love to hear the stories of y'all cracking up in public i do like you know right now we're doing the show we don't we don't have a lot of people in the chat because the shit didn't uh uh the email didn't send out but you know seeing the people in the chats reactions seeing people's social media reactions even when y'all write in and we don't agree and shit like that means a lot to us because mm-hmm. you don't have to listen to this Mm-mm. you don't have to share this and when we i think when we put this out in our highest hopes in our hearts is that people are nodding their heads in agreement people are mm-hmm. getting entertained and laughing people are having fun people are opening broadening their perspectives or at least understanding ours i think and to know that y'all do get it and send that back in that that's more important than anything else yeah and also uh even if we don't agree it's still a, a conversation it is one of those things where you can be open to the conversation and that's all we ask and nothing is is in a 
uh, a mean spirit on either side and so that's one thing i do appreciate most of the time with our audience trace windu says oh my god that shit is real like the invisible car on atlanta that shit is real bullet ball is a real uh, fucking uh, thing uh, uh, <laughs> all three of you guys had me laugh my ass off crying i swear this is my first time hearing this guy who invented bullet ball story and my soul has been in tears from laughing so hard <laughs> this was a great hilarious episode thanks th- big thanks to light skin jay chala aka justin for blessing us on the freemium side of the blackout to universe thanks again justin karen and rod trace windu Mm-hmm. falcons diva says first of all bullet ball redux had me crying every time y'all revisit this i'm in tears and one of these days i'm gonna look for the video i don't but i don't think it will be as good as y'all describing it second i don't know if y'all should let justin outside the paywall again yeah well he said even when you give money to the homeless they still homeless it took all i had not to holler at work so problematic uh-huh. third y'all had me bopping at my desk to knuck if you buck great show thank you you're welcome classic r&b lover says rod karen and justin this bullet episode should have come with a warning label warning do not listen to this episode while you drive you might find yourself laughing so hard you almost lose control of your vehicle two you might laugh so hard that you almost piss your pants and narrowly avoid crashing oh my god sorry i mean it was just too funny from beginning to end the response to the panel the delusion of mr bullet ball too much but when justin said as seriously as anyone can that mr bullet ball sold his car and rod asked if justin thought mr bullet ball was just walking around carrying the game table and ball, his balls and justin replied yes because that would make bullet ball sense man i lost it <laughs> uh classic stuff i might have to go back and find the other bullet ball related cast at the very least i have to give this a re-listen i might never have the courage to watch the actual video my stomach muscles and bladder can only take so much <laughs> sam g says yo you niggas had me motherfucking laughing so goddamn hard at work everyone in my building thought i was going insane this has to be the funniest shit i've ever heard i don't know how many times i went back and rewind it where he where he said i have bullet ball (laughs) i'm crying on a serious note though if i can find his product i'm going to ask my boss can we purchase a a few for the military enlisted clubs in okinawa japan gotta look out for each other and it ain't my money so (laughs) good luck sam good luck uh great uncle bob bob says this is my third time hearing the bullet ball story and it never gets old this overly self-confident chuckles before he talks and how all he needs is bullet ball and how he's gonna make it if i only had half the confidence he has hashtag my point millie rock lee oh, i love that name mm-hmm. <laughs> millie rock lee says yo this damn episode had me and my girlfriend dying i had real life tears in my eyes i wanted to stop laughing because i was in pain but y'all wouldn't stop <laughs> there was a moment when i thought i may have done actual damage to myself from laughing too long what do you have left bullet ball, bullet ball. i have bullet ball EVE says i have to admit i laughed so hard during the bullet ball segment that i peed my pants a little oh man we're making everybody <laughs> go to your doctors get checked out everybody <laughs> Woo, child incontinence i've heard the rundown before but it was even funnier this time around when he said i have bullet ball i was done i believe he had some measure of success but i don't think it was at the level he think he may not be living in his car anymore but he probably been able to upgrade to a gently used van good for him come on gently used van future is human garbage i hate to victim lane but damn anyone still allowing this food to raw dog them then they're asking for, to be saddled with all the baggage that come from this man who clearly stunted emotionally 
i'd love to spot the line that but i i cannot like i understand feminism make your own choices and shit but like that's a bad choice <laughs> trying to get pregnant by this nigga is a at 35 girl Woo! Woo! i mean i ain't saying he's supposed to be out here trying to kill nobody obviously we disagree about that but mm-hmm. even want even if you could everything was on the up and up and you still baby mama number six i mean oh that's a that's asking a lot not to mention the diseases and shit i I don't know i know sierra's looking at future other baby mamas and thinking i'm not like the rest of those negroes ah kadesha says y'all niggas ain't shit that was a whole comment (laughs) (laughs) well tell us how you really feel the poll was did you know what bullet ball was before this episode 60 percent of our audience says yes which means a smooth 40 percent of our audiences do not know what the fuck we be talking about when we say bullet ball and bullet ball extreme mm, that's why we got that letter a few weeks ago but that comment on one of the feedback shows because we constantly get new audience like our audience constantly grows so every time we recap we always get some people to hear us go bullet ball and they probably go what the fuck are they talking about we got comments on this omar c says only because of this show and previous episodes of the bullet ball rap Derek says it gets funnier every time you explain it mike says any gender large or small he was too far ahead of his time (laughs) (laughs) mike in london also says i haven't listened to this episode all through yet as i'm weeks behind so i don't know if you already said this but the bullet ball song always remind me of the message not that i'm a big rap fan but that song was in the radio a lot when i when we were my children were small in the 80s y'all admire all the basketball players thugs pimps and pushers and the big money makers physically challenged large or small (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he might have took it who knows and i always say it's like he went and found like the kumo d uh mm-hmm. the curtis blow to like like he, he bullet uh-huh. ball uh-huh. yeah the bullet ball rap ain't smooth at all and nicole says this was the best recap so far so glad i wasn't listening on the train for once couldn't stop laughing i did spit up my mouthwash all over the sink and was inspired <laughs> to go back and listen to an older <laughs> recap where i was reminded of the true blood day such a treat anthony animal thug tatum oh it's been forever since they commented i love when bullet ball gets revisited i think a script workshop for rocket ball and rocket ball extreme a working title so bullet ball gets no money i know y'all had terrence howard in mind but i see denzel in a john q style role i wish i could animate this yo denzel with see first of all we not getting denzel for rocket ball like for bullet ball the movie we not getting denzel that's out of the fucking question but in a, in my dream yeah i could i would love to see denzel because he would fucking murder because the you know like the trailer for the movie is only gonna be us watching him bomb this american inventor like that's the whole trailer for the movie we we don't even really need a rest of a movie people will come to see that scene over and over of denzel being like no nah, you <laughs> nah, you i got bullet ball you you don't understand like they would oh he would kill that shit mm-hmm. anyway brooklyn shoe babe says i heard you guys explain it about a year or two ago and it's still just funny i heard to hear the blackout tips comments j trio added jokes was a bonus thanks for the last bullet ball extreme ct says once i listen to this episode it will be a third time i've heard you explain what bullet ball is every time it's funny every time gets more ridiculous and i can't wait for another year to come around where y'all can break it down oh yeah you know us give another year two or three somebody be like i don't know what bullet ball is right scrum master flash says this was an instant classic episode i'm saving the re-listen so i can steal some of your puns and gems dropped it was so nice to hear justin outside of the premium feed 
yeah we try to let them out every once in a while <laughs> see what's going on classic christmas carols was the next episode we got eight comments on this one um it's just me and karen discussing mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff um and i did put the black podcast list in the show notes now i have mm-hmm. forgot to put it in the first time I but think, yeah, somebody asked if you that. re-download it it's in there and i will try to put it into the show notes for this episode thank you classmate christmas carols eight comments let's get to them and see what y'all had to say dig out the girl 704 says um these last two podcasts have had me laughing out loud so much i'm so thankful for both of you i almost cried during the bullet Bar episode and this episode was equally as funny this show means a lot to me and has made me think about things differently i get joy from hearing about new opportunities you have and also when you get recognition from others i wish you both the best of everything thank you thank you 704 you in charlotte come on now shout out to 704 uh trace windu says you guys were comedy gold this week's episodes the racist christmas carols took me out ha 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 thank you for another great one trey thank you trey welcome welcome shoe says dear karen and rod this is what i need you two to do you have to do a parody time life music commercial of christmas carols the way you two was just whipping out those reimagined racist lyrics was funny as hell yet also ruined some of my fave christmas carols lol thank you for making some (laughs) fucked up stuff funny and bearable that's that's funny you say that idea because i literally pitched that idea to karen like a couple days ago um so maybe before christmas we'll have a little surprise for everybody we'll see what we do what we can do hey y'all this is really dark night i had to go back and listen to the men offering natural insemination to the ladies i mean dudes ah put this on craigslist and actually get responses we men are so nasty that people can go to the mall and get broken off in the next hour these cats offering them <clears throat> services might as well have said you gonna get all this dick i want to get all up in your milf guts and i want you to make it nasty then dudes then dude makes a helicopter in mcdonald's men we are trash peace <laughs> yeah i always say it's, <laughs> it's funny that women ever got labeled or it's wild it's it, it makes no sense that men have been successful in our society making women the ones who are ashamed of their sexual behavior right it really makes no fucking sense because you could never do a reverse glory hole Mm-mm. you know for those that don't know what a glory hole is i mean i guess you can google it but it probably won't give you safe results so it's essentially like um some private area where um uh there's a hole for people to stick their penises in mm-hmm. uh and it's not necessarily a, a, a straight a heterosexual thing it, i mean gay people do it uh, like it's not necessarily just a um but the point being only people with a penis show up to put more than one penis in that fucking hole is my point yeah a lot of times they don't need they have no idea who or what's on the other side yeah but even if they do know what's on the other side or who's on the other side that's not the point right 17 dudes showing up to stick their dick in a hole is something that only people with dicks would do there is no equivalent to the other side where it's like guys tonight and tonight only the rock is sticking his dick in a hole and, and, and he's gonna be at a women's restroom that only women can come in 17 women will not show up to have unprotected sex with the rock at the same time because they that they know that that's inherently not necessarily the safest thing to do um and the stigmas that are attached to it 
would 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 make them they would go that's nasty and not but men don't do that is what i'm saying if i've been invited to be well i was invited when i was younger to be involved in like group sex which was a bunch of men having sex with one woman like hey man this girl up in this room fucking y'all you want to come and i'll be like no that Mm -mm. doesn't seem sanitary or that's not that's not my fantasy you know and i'm not knocking those who it is but there's a practicality to it but only men do that no no one walks in a woman's room and goes hey girl um it's a dude in the other room just giving out dick you trying to come get some with us no it just never happens so yeah we are but all that to say we are trash yes great uncle bob says how was ted nugent not made how was ted nugent not made half of these racist christmas songs already the maga crew leaving the racist dollars on the table come on eve says i'm going to sound old as hell saying this but i found out all my news about current hip-hop news from the shade room so i could keep up with the conversation with my younger family members and that's how i know who the six nine kid is never heard his music don't care to but from what i've read about him he gets away with saying nigga quite a bit even though he's mexican and he wrestles the bloods and calls himself the king of new york he's bragged about being untouchable by the law and how he gets away with everything but every time there was a video of this fool he was surrounded by 10 of the biggest black bodyguards i've ever seen that's how i knew this kid was all talk so i don't feel a bit sorry for him i see so many people saying they wouldn't wish jail on anyone well that's the dumbest thing i ever heard some people need Ah! to be in jail he repped that life and got involved in some mess so this is the price he has to pay for surrounding himself with gang members i remember a time when rappers used to rap to get out of the game now to get in it not to get in it this they got this boy on rico charges if he's found guilty on any of it he's going to jail for longer than seven years oh well Mm mm-hmm danny from florida says christmas carols was the best segment ever my mom and i were dying laughing while listening in the car i almost choked on my water listening to y'all sing them racist christmas carols i gotta remember not to eat or drink while listening to y'all as a safety precaution thanks for another great show thank you thank you casey cologne says y'all get on my nerves laugh my ass off i am cracking up i could listen to a whole album of classic christmas carols i'm replaying this episode right now thank you and the poll was will six nine snitch <laughs> i'm sorry yes i'm sorry i'm sorry i hadn't looked yes. at the results when i clicked on it i hadn't looked at the results i wasn't ready <laughs> will he sing yes this big ass blue bar is a hundred percent come on <laughs> god damn because he went really about that life oh man people know gangsters when they see him oh i wasn't ready uh yes he's already snitching 100 percent, and no he gonna stay strong zero percent laquetta says the very few things i know about six nine are his name is dumb he's a non-black poc rapper with colorful hair and face tattoos and he was accused of participating in sexually assaulting a 13 year old girl maybe it's me but i don't hear people talk about it very much and apparently have no issue working with him yo kanye's on the scene with him recording nikki was on recording with him and nikki brother went to jail like and people brought that up like i don't i don't get it i just i it just ain't for me to get i'm not trying to be on some holier than thou type like um my generation wouldn't no i'm saying my generation would it was fucked up then um and it's fucked up now and it's weird more importantly than anything is that i don't know you would think there would be some things that would just make you kind of uncool 
Well, they're like that's he that's the hot person so it don't matter what you do if you hot i'm on it a lot yeah. of people have that philosophy when it comes to the, particularly the music industry i always felt like i don't know pedophilia was one of the few things that even criminals agreed was fucked up and this dude is like a whole ass rap star ct says he's young and dumb he's in a lot of trouble and he has loyalty to no one else but himself he's snitching as i'm typing this message but what he doesn't know is he's still going to the big house he better get ready oh yeah they still gonna throw him in jail true uh feds don't play man like you gotta serve all that time unless you can get like some major like i don't know unless they can flip you to do some major like snitchery for them it's hard to yeah it's hard uh 1799 henry juice jones uh was the episode we recap walking dead fireworks says to read the to the recapologist rod and karen another great recap of the walking dead i mean the twist y'all put on it with the titles and the songs and the clips no one does it like y'all thank you thank you i'm happy they finally revealed the whisperers that fight scene looked straight out of mortal kombat from sega days that zombie caught him with the finish him and crucified jesus he probably be back in three days but i doubt it i doubt it too well see if the rock is moved from the cave two questions i have last episode when dog got caught up in the trap do you think that was a coincidence or maybe the whispers were behind it karen has said that she thinks maybe the whispers were behind it like that's her strat that's her uh theory she's told me about it several times i think she even said it on the show mm-hmm. you know i don't think that's what happened but i mean that's the point of having such a cool villain crew as the whispers is it that could have been it but then i just don't see what the game plan would have been to then trap the dog but not kill you know carol and daryl and them but uh i don't know maybe they could be trying to recruit them mm-hmm. instead of kill i don't know i don't you know what i don't know that's what i got for you i'm sorry i don't have a definitive answer karen but that is karen's theory yeah that's my philosophy that's mine yeah so you know she called it first um and lastly is this the first half season of only you and karen did doing the reviews no guests not that it matters but i realize i don't recall any guests and i enjoyed it the same way peace fireworks it is the first time we've done that i believe um one no one reached out to us to be a guest this time uh to be honest sometimes people used to email on your dm me like can i be a guest two it's much easier when we don't have to plan around other people's schedules and with the delay on um on crowdcast recapping can be a little difficult because recapping has a lot there's a lot of timing shit to what me and karen do the jokes and the back and forth and stuff and queuing up sounds on the on the computer and stuff it's not always as fluid when we have another person involved so there's a little delay in it um but uh yeah it's our first time and i to be honest i never even thought about it like i was never like man we really need to get some guests up in i was like oh that's cool um and they get and the recaps are getting they get to be kind of short and like focused when it's just us um oh and then of course the third thing less and less people are liking the show right so i don't want to like bring people on here into a show where we're very positive on the show and then like you know people talk about yucking people's yum i don't like the yum people's yucks either like if you don't like something i'm not the type of person to force it down your throat or tell you why you have to like it correct or get an attitude because you don't like a thing that i like like i I don't like any of that shit it's corny i think people shouldn't do that to people um so you know if people's kind of general tone is i don't watch the show i don't like the show at that point they just be on our podcast just because they like being on our podcast and 
i'd rather give a fun recap than do a like look at who we got on the show today yeah that's the case we just have them on a regular show Deme, i think it's how you pronounce it says who in the hell left the gate open gabe's love struck ass though i agree with rod on not wanting to see negan locked up for another six years i still felt utter disappointment in gabe also i don't know what left left me more shook jesus gonna one to die or how he died just hope i can get myself together by february the previews got me real excited for what's going down uh what's gonna go down the whisperers being discovered and negan free woo child you know something i haven't seen anybody bring up yet oh you know why because they never they never got to it but if they reveal that jesus and aaron were a couple then people might be like hey they killed a gay person on this show mm-hmm. but of course uh because the show's so cool they got more than one gay person to kill <clears throat> shout out to all the other shows and one gay person on it for the whole show turk says hi guys the whisperers are scary this part of comics freaked me out but seeing it is the stuff of nightmares yo mm-hmm. absolutely it turk. completely different i like i read the comics i'm current i thought i was ready i was not fucking ready Mm-mm. i like karen can attest i was on the couch like oh i don't know why i didn't see I, it coming me i did not either like i'm i'm a smart person i see things coming it was just the way he ducked was so i was like that would scare the fuck out of me right you know what i mean it's like if you tried to smash a roach and the fucking roach just like got up and got a gun you be like what the fuck yeah, shit <laughs> one just flew away and i was like bitch you got to die yeah it's like a roach flying towards you like it would freeze me in the moment uh the walkers at the beginning of the episode with a live person's eyes had me staring extra hard at every walker then seeing that walker hit the drip hit that dip while jesus was showing off and the other walkers running with knives scared me so bad i was afraid to get my laundry out the basement afterwards yeah especially that fog in the storm they knew and, what they was doing and they pulled them knives out of nowhere Dog. so i couldn't even imagine them kind of having those knives and just kind of just fucking people up in the midst of the crowd and don't nobody see them like they mm-hmm. come fuck them up and then kind of go back into the crowd people would think they were losing their minds and you can't even tell how many whispers there are do you think there are a small group like rick's early group or medium like the current communities or large like the savers them blending in with walkers is genius because you can't tell how many of them are around at any moment and it makes killing walkers as unsafe as ever yep and they they look like they manipulate herds and can form up and shit you're right right because they'll follow them the herds would just yeah the regular zombies will follow them and that's how they would got them to like kind of hold a pattern we know zombies don't do this mm-hmm. go around in circles because they just following who's ever in front of them i can't wait for more of angela kang's storytelling i just rewatched seasons four through six looking for the episode she co-wrote i'm really wondering how much of the storytelling was scott gibble versus other people i wonder how and why things went so wrong behind the scenes during seven and eight because the character development and plot was so good season one through six even the cliffhanger which was always which will always live in infamy is the only episode ever that karen hated was genius though it works more effectively during a binge watch effect yeah because you can just go to the next episode mm-hmm. either way i love this show and i hope it's on air for at least 20 years like law and order svu because i always watch peace turk thanks turk we appreciate it and i couldn't think of a poll for this episode so i didn't ask one yeah and i do think <clears throat> binge watching made a big difference mm-hmm. uh with that versus you watching it uh episode by episode mm-hmm uh let's see what time are we at oh we got plenty of time all right let's get into a couple of you guys i believe left voicemails um let me see if i can play them okay so we this one came in. Get. huh i said we know how scott get yeah this one came in friday actually let me double check because i can't tell when this uh 
so this one is this one says friday what oh that's just a missed call all right cool 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 trying to see which one of these is actual voicemails what's just a missed call so that's just a missed call and then this is a voicemail all right let's see if we can play it uh hi i hope this is rod and karen um it is this is paula uh a listener from up in canada and i've been listening to you guys for a couple of years now uh just listen to bullet ball explained and (laughs) i'm i'm there are tears running down my face because i'm laughing so hard at this episode it is insanely funny and uh, tragically sad at the same time um it's really funny to me though because uh, i've been listening to you guys for almost two years and didn't know what bullet ball was so i assumed that it was some kind of you know political manifesto on the state of being black in america um you know that's <laughs> uh, you guys are always having to watch out for the police and stuff. Um, anyway, that's what I figured it was. And Bullet Ball Extreme, of course, on really bad days. Um, anyway, I'm, I'm glad I'm wrong, but I, I, I'm probably I'm not wrong either. But uh, that was a great episode. That was probably my favorite episode since the one where the the kkk guy died and he played <laughs> the song celebration <laughs> <laughs> oh god you know it's so awesome that just remembering stuff that you guys have done can still make me laugh um i'm having a hell of a bad week but thank you so much for the laughing endorphins i really needed them great show uh carry on (laughs) (laughs) yeah we used to have um we used to have uh t-shirts in the old cafe press store we had Mm -hmm. and one of the shirts uh i think happened because of bullet ball or maybe it's just another sad story but it was the hot all shirt right and it was a smiley face and a frowny face next to each Each other other. and then like a ha and then a aw afterwards like aww for all because that's what i think our show is it's ha because it's funny but all because it's kind of (laughs) sad and i was like you know the bullet ball story is very much a story of like our type of vibe of it's sad but it's funny but it's sad you know like and then and ultimately he perseveres and and does have a a sport that i mean he he, he's right he perseveres through his dream and he's absolutely right but yes it's it it took it you know it took him being on a national stage in a way that a lot of people would have seen as humiliating and uh he still made it so Mm -hmm. next voicemail i think the last one for the week um yeah this is dev again i basically just got cut off from um expressing frustration with anti-voting sentiment from uh, a number of black people that i've seen Mm. uh during this election cycle um and, and uh, once or twice I've seen this one meme saying, uh, my ancestors didn't fight and die so we can choose our next master for president. Wow. This sentiment where it's almost like it's revolutionary to, to not vote. And I think a lot of it kind of comes from um, afraid that you're going to get hurt because you put an effort towards something and you don't yield the result that you like. Right. And that could be from any kind of democratic uh, uh 
mechanism of, of like, like protesting, getting together to uh, to vote in a certain way, and not being able to get the result that you want. And uh, and black people dealt with a lot of disappointment and heartache, and I think that's where a lot of that uh, anger and vitriol comes from, because I don't they don't want to get their hopes up again. Uh, and I think that's I think some people are even too afraid to just express that. They just want to come off a little bit more strong and go. Fuck voting. How dare you bring up our ancestors fought and died for this right to full citizenship that includes the ability to vote. Um, I just wanted to vent on that uh, and finish that sentence. You guys have a great one. Thanks, Daz. Thank you. Um, you know, the first thing I would say, oh, I see, because he called earlier and got cut off. All right, hold on. Let me play that message, too. I'm sorry. Yeah, but I can say, because it sounded like a continuation. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see it. This nation. This is Daz. <clears throat> So uh, I got them early voting uh, today. Um, we had um, some districts that had to be uh, contested. A friend of mine, beautiful black woman, very intelligent, progressive, Lavette Fuller, uh, she ran in her district. Um, and her opponent apparently believes that the only reason why Lavette shouldn't um, win is because she's not a mother yet. She's gotten roasted in several different comments. I hope she gets roasted in this uh, election. Uh, we also have um, the mayoral um, election going on here in Shreveport, Louisiana. Uh, it's actually between two black Democratic uh, candidates, and one of which is from uh, the neighborhood I grew up in. There's a lot of a lot of crime, a lot of violent crime. He graduated from uh, West Point when he went to the Army. Uh, first cl- black class president with the Harvard Business Law, and he's he seems pretty progressive. I, I believe he's gonna he's gonna take it. But I, I believe the only reason why he got in is because here in Shreveport the conservatives were so split between all the different possible conservative candidates they had. I, I wish I could say that a lot of black people, a lot more black people voted. Uh, but we still have so many so much negative attitudes towards voting. I, I talked to a black trans woman and she said that her reason for not voting is because. Voting isn't going to stop all the black trans women getting killed. And then itself, I had to stop because I had to stop talking to her at that point. I was too done. I was too angry. It's like, you look at Ted Cruz in Texas. These people don't even like Ted Cruz, and they voted him in. That is the very reason why you should get out there and vote. Uh, <laughs> okay. And so this black people who are so proud to have an attitude against yeah that and then so okay second so, part of this so we was played the first it in part. reverse right but um yeah i understand mm-hmm. that's all i got for you i understand i think it's counterproductive and the problem that i have is there's a lot of people who hide behind the whole shaming thing mm-hmm. it was especially telling when people had that backlash to oprah because one i did not find her comments to be necessarily shaming i thought mm-hmm. i thought it was a stretch to call them shaming but let's say you find that to be shaming oprah was only one person that went down at the top to stacy abrams the same people didn't respond to any of that other shit like all the people who were saying i'm not voting i'm a black person and i'm too woke to vote they refused to acknowledge john legend common uh all the other people that had something to say to say a positive message of just inspiration and i'm not gonna say anything about you know no anyone that doesn't vote i'm not saying anything to you just i want you to vote crickets 
it's because some people seize on these moments to try to hide their apathy behind it's because big bad people making me feel bad and it's not that you're apathetic and you don't want to feel bad about it you know and it's, and you want to and i don't mind to be honest i understand that people are going to be apathetic Agreed. but we've gotten to this point where motherfuckers want to be apathetic and right they want to not care and then make you feel bad for caring they want to they want to not care and then tell you why them not caring means they care more than you right and i refuse i am insulted by that and i refuse i'm not gonna sit up here and act like that's a valid point when it's not now look if you don't care about yourself if you don't care about your fellow people if you're such nihilistic if you need your purity more than you need to improve the conditions around you fine have at it but i don't have to respect it at all right i don't have to look at it and go that's the way you should be i don't have to respect you like this like this is bullshit this thing where people's we have made so much stuff about us personally on a way in a way of being like this is how i view things so therefore this is the truth but that's not necessarily the truth you know and like i said that same like attitude you better not say a fucking thing when these white people say i'm not voting unless it's bernie i better never see you complain you better not say anything when they go i won't vote for hillary i'll just write in jill stein you better not say shit i don't vote i'm a white person i just don't feel like voting you better not say shit because it ain't no different they got the same vote you got and you over here trying to parse a fucking difference and won't use your one vote but mad because of how they use theirs matter of fact i don't even want to really hear you be mad that white people vote for racist shit because you won't take yours and offset it what is that like what can you really even be mad about but that's the thing some people are professionally mad they wake up they're mad they're banging on everybody it's the brand it's you know it's it's why they complain about gina rodriguez but don't vote you know it's just easier to do one thing than to do the other to them you know somehow they lose ground if they actually give a fuck you know is it not disappointing to vote and lose it absolutely is i live in north carolina i know this okay i know this i'm from the south i live here too you know what i mean like i've never lived anywhere else i know what it feels like to give a fuck and to and to 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 be like damn uh, not enough people gave a fuck with me or too many people gave a fuck the other direction right and because of that i got the right to let my voice be heard and be like fuck you i didn't vote for this right but yeah i just don't want to hear um you know it's why i just don't want to hear that shit i'm from i'm from down here it does matter and like i said these last few elections i can't even necessarily say it's for me and and i know that these politicians are racist as well but i know i'm using my vote and my privilege and my ability to vote in a way that a lot of people never will be able to whether they're incarcerated whether uh they've had to change ids because uh because of their gender orientation whether somebody just decided um you don't have the right kind of id whether they can't get the time off of work i get i'm using my vote for them too for my people that can't use a fucking bathroom what the right bathroom that they want to go to like you too 
and that's okay if you think i'm the enemy for that if you think i ain't doing shit for that if you want to shit on me for that that's cool that's fine but i know how i feel and i know that our ancestors did not fucking die in in a way that was not explicit they have all you said to me is that i don't read or study shit that's all you just said to me i don't know any of my own history i don't read and study anything because every last one of those motherfuckers got books and everything out there like no i wanted motherfuckers to vote because racist motherfuckers vote and that's a way of combating this system it's not the only way it's not the be all end all i'm not naive or stupid but what i am saying is it is a tool and it's the way that i would use a fucking hammer and i would use a screwdriver i'm gonna use all the tools in my box to try to do this shit to get free and i don't i'm not gonna I, i won't disrespect what they meant when they said that i won't i won't try to misconstrue it either so and i'm sorry you frustrated dads i'm frustrated as well and uh the main thing i could tell you is what i did i stopped engaging with those people yes sir i just stopped engaging with those people because they 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 do this thing where they loudly scream and then they go but i don't want anyone to make me feel bad well you're the one putting this energy out there you know what you can do if you don't want to vote shut the fuck up about it and not vote but you're not doing that you want the world to know that you are so apathetic that you refuse to put in on this and you're so pure and better than everybody well if you want the world to know guess what's gonna happen the world's gonna have some fucking comments for you and then you go poor me well you could have not said anything be apathetic enough to shut the fuck up then too no you wanted to smoke and then you got it and then you go why are you making me feel bad because your shit makes people feel bad too that's why everybody affects each other you know when people say the shit i'm saying makes them feel bad i just accept that okay well i guess i'm gonna get some of that smoke well y'all niggas know how i say how i feel you can keep the energy away from me now because y'all absolutely know how i feel so you don't even have to start this conversation with me because you know how it's going to end and you know it's gonna get contentious and i'm not backing down i've thought about this for years now and especially after 2016 you'll never catch me letting you feel okay around me on some i just don't see the point okay well i'm gonna tell you the point now you're making me feel bad well that that you should have never brought it up around me so anyway uh but thank you das we got a bunch of emails the sweetest and most informative part of my day this is from chi chi from cleveland dear ryan and karen whoops this email is going to be too late to read on saturday's feedback show but y'all have to excuse my nigerian people time it's like cp time but way worse <laughs> anyways i've been i've been a long time we got kenya nigerian representative let's go um i've seen a lot i've been a long time listening and lately you guys have been churning out quality content this past year episode 1723 a bit on the nose where you guys went through all the different types of apples had me cracking up it's the simple joys that make this life uh that in this life to make adulthood worth it episode 1736 all trump voters are racist or complicit i mean do we have to say more your nuanced discussion of trump as a symptom of a complicit republican party makes me want to shout episode 1766 thoughts and prayers with jl covey has to be my favorite episode of the entire year the three of you all play off each other perfectly thank you uh shout out to you guys for continually shouting out other podcasts that become my favorites hey andy randy and sock puppets on the three uh three guys on lastly a special thank you to karen for that hello fresh hookup photo attached and she did take a picture with a hello fresh box 
i'm sorry go ahead karen i cut you off no i said she welcome baby because we get free and periodically i'll just go on facebook and give them away and and the first people i just give them the code and they can get a free hello fresh um and she took a picture with it i can't wait to cook these meals Honey, with all the love huh i said enjoy your meal baby with all the love in the world chi chi from cleveland hey and this is a great picture of you in this hello fresh box and trust me i am a hello fresh stand i made some hello fresh today and it was so good some kind of spinach ravioli with some chicken sausage it was good mm-hmm and i, I take pictures of stuff be fighting for the gram with my food pics but mostly just to inspire myself to keep cooking because you know you cook or you go out and it, you go out and normally spend more eat more uh eat more and eat less nutritious shit and uh hello fresh has also put me on to some things i just didn't know like i like chickpeas apparently you know who mm-hmm. knew mm-hmm uh and i know they make hummus guys but i had never had them in just a chickpea form that and, i remembered and couscous i like couscous apparently i know how to make risotto and it's time consuming but when i make it it's delicious mm-hmm. uh kiera writes in uh my favorite thing to do now is to go back to old episodes um of the black, the black out tips i wish i could leave a review for each and every episode i've been, i've listened to recently but it would take up too much of your time so i just want to bring up a few highlights one most podcasts do not age well but the blackout tips is not one of those podcasts i can listen to older episodes that feel like it was created yesterday for a podcast that discusses current events rod and karen is sure they discuss the bigger picture when talking about current events thank you thank you i never understood why rod and karen always considered justin problematic then i listened to episode 747 with justin <clears throat> from justin not understanding why it was wrong for a man to quit true blood for not wanting to do a gay scene to him jokingly encouraging men to beat their wives into submission to the pervy gynecologist conversation only one or, or two things can be true either one justin has grown and matured or two justin is kept behind a paywall to avoid general population i'm gonna say both of those things are true <laughs> you say only one of two i say both i think he has matured and two i think i think he also is behind a paywall because we don't need to subject y'all to that mm-mm, mm-mm. since i am a paying customer this has that has access to balls deep i've come to the conclusion that y'all keep just behind a paywall because you never know what he's gonna say he's absolutely my problematic fave but i understand why you gotta pay to listen to him lol love you justin yeah all right so to, uh, just in full transparency sake the reason justin behind a paywall is because honestly that's the time that we can record the show and um he normally like his work schedule just made it so that he could not come out here at night and record with us after karen gets off so we just you know you get into these but he would have like four days off and we use those to record balls deep and i never felt Mm -hmm. really i don't like imposing and being like Mm -hmm. let's record balls deep and then another day of your few days off did you get right come out here at night and record another show with us mm-hmm. it just felt gratuitous so um that was really what happened you know to be honest you just get to working yeah, and we enjoy having him on yeah which is ironic because he loves the show so much he would come on extra nights of the week but i'm like you know hang out with your wife and do family it's yeah. your day off you know i don't feel right i already feel kind of weird with us doing balls deep so much you know so that's what happened um and of course i i mean we say justin problematic but we're problematic the show's problematic right and everything is. i know justin so i know when he's joking and shit but i think just like anyone who does podcasts it takes a while before you realize it's real right. anyone who does an actual podcast if they start to pick up listeners for real like 
you know when it's just a handful of people or your friends or a couple people that follow you on social media it's not the same Mm-mm. it's like you can say anything and they'll be like i love you it does i'm just here to listen because i support you right it's when you know there's thousands of people listening to what you're saying and they're strangers they don't know you and you say something and it has consequences you say something and it pisses people off you say something and if you haven't thought about what the smoke is gonna be that comes with that you might not be ready for that smoke and justin was minimally online at the time very little twitter interaction very little uh facebook interaction with fans and shit and i think to him this was just like a room he goes in and cuts up with his friends and i had to be like no this is why that's not that way the other thing i love about justin um we can have conversations where we disagree and it doesn't have to be contentious right um this is a big thing for me with most of my friendships i don't find i don't find that i'm necessarily agreeable in most of my friend like not that i look to disagree but just if we disagree i like to be honest about it and i find that especially online now there's just not a lot of room for people to have a difference of opinion without it becoming like personal attacks insults Mm -hmm. and mocking and stuff of that nature and then being taken personally and the thing is justin one of the few people that i feel like we can have a conversation live on the air where we both disagree and one of us will either go okay i see what you're saying now or well i don't see what you're saying but what do you mean by this because we mostly are seeking to be understood not seeking to win a debate you listen to most podcasts most forms of media tv all this shit the news kind of started this it's a debate right who can win the argument not to be understood right but we have organic conversations and that true blood conversation was a great example of that i still remember that to this day because by the end he was like oh maybe it was even a few episodes later he was like oh yeah i see what you mean like yeah because that this means you get you're either a good actor or you're not and if you don't want to do it then it kind of does mean to a certain extent you must be homophobic because there's just no other way but it's not like we came to that conclusion right away or immediately or and at no time did people get hot and start calling each other stupid or anything like that and that's why justin gets to be you know that's why we're so close it's because i need that type of energy in order for someone to be my friend and when people fall off and we not friends it's because of the same reason they don't they can't handle being like if i because i'm never mean about it and i'm never rude but i am like honesty can be nice and i and being straightforward can be nice and you can have tact and i try to make sure i maintain that but everybody can't handle that yeah everybody can't handle that like it's amazing how many people are just kind of like culture personality people like i said a thing you can't look at this thing any other way than what i told you to think at it you know and vice versa justin's changed my mind on uh, i remember the episode of balls deep we talked about coaches kind of like roughing up players and shit and i was like what's wrong with that like i mean (laughs) my coaches did it sometimes these little motherfuckers need to get you need to yell at them and get in their face and and it's so common if you watch any level of coaching it is very common except for like super professional sports it's very common for a coach to like motivate you by yelling at you and justin kind of broke down like nah it's not right and i remember having that conversation like and it probably was 20 30 minutes of balls deep one day and by the end i was like you know what dude that makes perfect sense right why do i accept that as a thing that has to happen but he didn't call me stupid he didn't disrespect me he didn't you know what I mean? it was he was adamant to his point and it and we communicated in such a way that we're able to disagree and it he brought me around to being like to where now if i see any 
coach put his hands on a player get in some kid's face i'm immediately like fuck that dude yeah that's always been a turn off to me always it's the way of a coach in my opinion it's ways that coaches flex their authority over people that are there for absolutely positively free i'm fucking getting up at 5 a.m running and jogging you you, you're maintaining my schedule particularly in college you got my time all fucking tied up i can't work have all these rules and regulations particularly with, with with football and basketball i can't go pro everybody makes money off my likeness but me what you're not going to do is fucking yell at me yeah i wasn't trying to bring the Point. i was trying to make an example not right not not I was trying to relitigate the, the argument i'll just say it like it he that's an example of him bringing me around on some shit you know because right. i think people often think of me as a one-way street of like rod no things he know everything he just tell people what to think but all the like and maybe because i don't make a big deal out of it, but it happens all the time that i'm like oh yeah you right you know it just happens it's just may you know and i don't want to be the kind of show where we take the time out every time that happens to be like isn't it good we can just still have conversations and two people can disagree i hate those fucking shows i hate that shit. <laughs> so so i'll just you know so it happens and if you notice you notice if you don't you don't but right. that's really the key to me and justin anyway um is that he does listen and, and vice versa and kind of communicate the same three i realize you and karen are the professionals and i'm grateful listener and when you've grown and evolved some things are not repeated but i thoroughly enjoy episode 1587 and with the 2017 wrap-up you said that cheating niggas set black people back and i choked on my food and had a grain of rice ah. go through my nose y'all are crazy you both know what's best for the show but if you decide to do a 2018 wrap-up i know it'll be hilarious matter of fact i feel like you can talk you can talk 2017 list take 2017's list replace a couple of names and call it 2018 wrap up because history repeats itself come on uh we might do that i i, I thought we did one last year or this year for 2017 <laughs> back in the day i remember we used to do i said white people back what we did i said black people, people back. back but we had guests and then like uh for the white people what said white people back we had white guests just to be like well, why'd y'all do this <laughs> it was it was a ridiculous episode it was so funny yeah we had dexter on yeah. one time it's like dexter you know y'all set us back with uh this is explain shit. your people number four i'm doing a paper on black lives matter and social media and your show is one of the high points for the paper i know you both are not activists but i appreciate that you make space for activists and talk about the important issues of marginalized communities we do what we can you know mm-hmm. uh we would definitely be talking about that stuff uh whether we had a podcast or not but correct you know uh i think i think it's an important distinction to me to make sure that people don't associate us with activists correct one because i respect the work that actual activists do right two activists are humans too there's activists that don't like each other there's activists that are petty that are jealous there's there's a lot of shit but our show doesn't need to get involved in all that and Mm -hmm. i try my best to stay out it's why you know i let other people kind of do the like this why sean king ain't shit and this why deray ain't shit and this why this other act the black lives matter ain't shit and this why that's really for them to do i i'm really just hoping and rooting for everybody and hoping they're all on the up and up and staying the fuck out of it because i don't really know and the more shit you find out the closer you get to people 
in that space the more you see their flaws just like anyone else right. and you realize that yo this this is not my lane right so yeah but but as but we talk about things because look man contrary to probably believe niggas in the south we talk we're we vote democrat mostly and we are politically aware we're not just some fucking country bumpkin stupid ass motherfuckers right for bernie sanders to ignore like we are we care and if anything i'm glad our show shows that we care and that we're not just you know the stereotypes people have of us where there's nothing wrong with this but we're not just like some religious socially conservative um ignorant you know all this other shit like we're we're a lot of different things um five the first episode i went back to listen to was 1500 and i loved it every time you reach 100 mark of episodes it seems like you both take time to reminisce on where you came both came from it makes me laugh every time you make fun of your first episode and i just love going to the on the journey with both of you thank you this is long enough appreciate you and Karen for doing the show and i look forward to thousands of more episodes Thank yeah you. i think actually today might make episode 1800 oh what if i'm not mistaken i had to look at the mm-hmm. uh yeah we don't be keeping count y'all y'all actually keep better number count than we do yeah if i'm not mistaken i think this is episode 1800 y'all listening to right now yep it is so this will be our 1800th official you know blackout tips episode uh back to these emails um uh, this episode is three hours long episode 1742 the breastfeeding defense it has taken me nearly four hours to finish the episode because i keep going back listening to portions of the show i've never watched true blood a day of my in my natural born life but the amount of hate watching you and justin did with the show is ridiculously funny that's what they say the fact that you were <laughs> the fact that you were upset that the kkk wasn't done with racism against blacks but was mad that they tried to go to mexicans really brought me to tears and justin imitating kkk members at the meeting had me snotting out my nose look i know these episodes are old and you got better things to do than read overviews of episodes from years ago but this shit is pure comedy you are all you all are truly sit down comedians in the most respectful hilarious way ever thank you thank you it's all right this is what the feedback show is for you know mm-hmm. like i don't mind plus sometimes you need to be reminded that your shit was hot back in the day mm-hmm. uh also last week i didn't get to read it because it came in a day late but we did get an itunes review from nigeria Woo-hoo! speaking of that podcast diaspora worth every star five stars this is by zenzi iyayi i hope i hope i said that right uh who says this podcast has opened my eyes on so many levels with all while also providing amazing entertainment every week these guys are the hardest working podcasts out there and i have not once regretted hitting that subscribe button you won't either thank you thank you baby all the way from the motherland we appreciate you (laughs) uh steve says heads up on latinx quick heads up on this if you are on the same page with it my bad i may have missed your intro to it latinx is used to remove the gender from latino or latina the primary use for this term is not gender or stereotype latin people and to allow those that uh feel they don't identify with male or female to have something to call their own as far as i know it's not intended to be a catch-all for latin people um i've heard the opposite but that's fine love what you do and keep doing it not that you need me to tell you that uh, i already put five on it don't shame me hope the end of the week goes well for you i'm not gonna shame you steve uh you, but i've heard people i've heard that people said if you're don't just use it for like trans latin like uh Latin, just use it as a catch-all is what i've heard mm-hmm. because 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 if not i would be saying latino 
which is essentially the male yeah. form right so they say use latinx if you're trying to do a catch-all for everybody now that being said not my table not my party just doing what i've learned uh if this is uh offensive to somebody and they want to explain why i'm happy to to hear why mm-hmm. you know but from my understanding this has been more of a catch-all than saying basically the male version um so anyway that's my introduction to it uh let's see lola writes in wait how much time we got left? 57 okay. all right i'll do this email and we go to the next session lola writes in good day to you all and it's a beautiful tuesday in los angeles i'm sending my address to y'all so y'all can send me a card i already have a card ready okay all right so this is just that so much has happened in the world much of it negative and so very sad the black autism is my filter i'm a premium member and enjoy all the content inside the paywall thank you for being so professional dedicated to the work i've turned all my kids onto the black autism and selected co-workers you gotta select them i feel you uh thank you for the address have a beautiful holiday season all right i'll put this in the christmas card list my thank bad thank you must put it in the wrong box yeah, some of y'all i'm like just send your address and people are like rod and karen i love y'all let me tell you why and i'm like oh okay Aww. this is a regular feedback episode. and it's like oh my bad it's a holiday card uh alicia says oh my god y'all had me dying at work dying with the history behind bullet ball i had to go back and re-listen this one is a classic right next to the episode where that politician messed up his answer on hiring black people and said forget it yes forget it what was that episode called again please keep up the good work i love y'all i don't remember baby but that was hilarious all right let's get to the next email uh lj writes in hello rod and karen long time listener first time writer found your podcast on the list of black podcasts in 2015 i was moving from the u.s to the uk and i wanted to maintain a connection to black american culture i figured podcasting was the best way to do that let me start by saying i love this show i listen to just about every episode and find myself laughing at the jokes and even nodding in agreement at the serious stuff the minute i heard justin's voice on the bullet ball episode i saved the episode to my phone because i already knew that i would want to keep this hilarious gym around when the three of you get together the jokes do hold on the jokes do not stop i'm still laughing at the cookies uh the Coonkeys episode but when i tell you that you all talking about bullet ball was next level man i listened to that episode around 50 11 times in the last couple of days and each of the every time i was rolling on the floor my god this was practically embarrassing as one of the times i was listening i was sitting in the back of a crowded public bus and i was trying so hard to prevent myself from falling off the seat while trying to suppress my laughter keep up the excellent work work best black across the pond thank you thank you uh we try man we try thank you so much for listening and i'm glad people got so much joy out of this yes nerd geek ninja our girl iman says i feel evil now ah if i end up in hell because of all the times you explain bullet ball i'm going to be super mad hey rod and karen ah! hope you're well but all all are evil i knew the entire video and was dying crying could not breathe i hate y'all uh i scared my my daughter because i was literally on the floor oh my god new to black out listeners please go to the website and listen to the old episodes about bullet ball i am not about to die laughing over bullet ball i don't want i don't want my husband to answer the question what happened him bullet ball <laughs> thank you thank you thank y'all so much for the last justin was a delight as always <laughs> love y'all but i need a moment damn in mine thanks in mine 
<laughs> I'm, I'm seriously so happy y'all got love that episode yes i always love recapping it's so much fun yeah somebody said on face on my facebook or twitter it's like you know they were scared there was gonna be one of those moments where people talk about this inside joke is so funny and then they start explaining it and it's not funny and then it sucks it's like oh god you built up the hype to this they was like nope it fucking killed me it was great uh and i know there's some people that are too awkward or whatever to laugh at the whole thing and i get it that that i have uh sometimes i have overload empathy and that was my first response the first time i heard it but subsequently nah i can laugh at it, especially knowing he turned out okay yes anthony says or uncle bob i'm sorry says hey karen and karen's husband i'm pausing a podcast episode to write in to give another testimony for the blackout test premium this most recent episode of the pregame 172 got me in tears laughing for like 20 minutes to the folks hearing this if you can swing it please go premium and get your life to rod and justin telling hilarious stories and the pregame is just one of many shows that are great thanks y'all goes back to the pregame and balls deep and spoil my review for creed 2 uncle bob yeah we stay working now don't we though uh and yeah the pregame was fun this week um yeah we just we just be talking man we talked about falling and this weird cucko type story it was a ah! lot there's a lot of stuff in the episodes and uh definitely worth listening and hopefully people that got to hear justin will want to go premium because you can hear him every week mm-hmm. uh logistics questions this is the last email this is from miss ct hello rod and karen hope you're doing well this might be my third email of the week but i'm procrastinating writing the paper and have a few questions on my mind number one the official weapon of the show the taser why is that i'm sure i could make an assumption but i thought I'd be, it'd be better just to ask oh yeah we just picked the taser because um we were tired of black people getting shot by the cops and about, killed right we was like it's better than them hot bullets yeah. i'll take a taser any day i'm like i'd rather you fucking tase black people and let us live than kill us with bullets that's why the official weapon is the taser yeah uh two is the tbgwt archives a link that you don't plan on updating i always go to the website to listen in oh episode but i like the link you all are professionals just wondering if it's most time consuming or something to keep the archive current yo it's so time consuming and tedious yeah what i've done in the past is uh there used to be a listener i don't know if she still listens rachel she would listen to it was so ridiculous and unprofessional i'm sorry guys but she would listen to the archived episodes and be like all right i'm on the archive feed i'm up to episode blank and i'd be like okay let me go on and quickly throw in 20 30 more Mm -hmm. she would listen to those over the course of a couple weeks and then she'd come back right all right I'm i'm at the thing hit me up i'm gonna put some more episodes out and i'll be like i mean can you put some more out and i used to do that and that was basically my way of like catching it up and i don't know if she stopped listening or she didn't go premium anymore she just didn't give a fuck i don't know but then i was just like i she's let go and i stopped doing it and uh that's my that's really my yeah, fault we need to get back in a habit of that to eventually the goal is to get them all up there right but yeah it's a process y'all number three karen i'm about i'm all about letting my husband do all the technical stuff in the house whether it's figuring out how to put get my ipad to work or figuring out how to get the latest movies on amazon fire stick i believe you are the same way when it comes to podcasting and you like to come in and be the entertainment on the show and do a great job of it but do you ever get on the technical side of podcasting specifically with lip smacking good episodes what segments you want to do and what order or do you let rod take the lead either way you write for me i just don't have time i work a full-time job so i don't have time to actually learn that's that's more of what it is with that piece i just don't have the time um that's part of it but also you don't want to do it 
i mean because because let's not let's not make it about the podcast it's simple stuff like her her tablet you know (laughs) last night the um the the cable box was frozen in the bedroom and she reset it and then it didn't work and then she immediately got me in there and i just turned the xbox one on and off and then it started working like she don't want to do that stuff now that being said i don't mind doing it like i I, you know if she don't want to if she don't want to do it i don't want to make any extra work for her i actually prefer not just for her but for all our guests to come in and just be themselves and have fun that's why to me that's why the show is so good that's why nobody else's shit sounds like our shit because you know i i don't mind carrying like carrying the research slash um setup slash technical aspects of the show if it means that karen can come in and just like say what she wants to say be funny however she wants to be funny make jokes contribute however she wants to contribute and and that makes the show feel more uh, what do you call it spontaneous mm-hmm. and same thing with justin same thing with our guest on skype like all that stuff we don't really plan out a lot of segments and all that stuff so um that that's kind of i know you were asking karen but that's kind of question and with list smacking good i don't take the lead on list smacking good Mm-mm. um but we are still a partnership and a team and with list smacking good the latest way we kind of revamped it you know i was thinking of ideas a long time ago about right. like what we could do for her show and i just was like it's her show i'm not gonna really step in into her realm and try to like change anything but we still are a partnership so it was like um let me at least run these ideas by her and it turned out she loved the ideas like it wasn't just a yeah yeah let's make your show different it was like what do you think if we did this this and this on the show and then we also might be able to put out episodes more often and we have put out more episodes more often and we still have more in the tank but we've actually put episodes out more often and it's partially because of the new format and getting involved and all that stuff right and it's a and it's more of a a of a back and forth and also i think with me and i know with other people and i'm not as bad as i used to be as far as uh going to Roger for technical stuff i will actually now try to figure out more things on my own but i remember listening to the pregame of i think pregame you and justin was talking about it about why a lot of women have a tendency to go to men and ask them for help for technical stuff. Um, and you brought up a good point, and I didn't really think about it till you said it. You was like, because women are not allowed to fail. Like women, right. w- w- women are not allowed to everything a woman touch you got to be perfect with your kids you got everything got to be perfect you ain't allowed because the thing is, men are probably gonna do the same thing you're gonna do. Google it um bump it around like you'd be like why are you so uh um how can you do this thing and not and it be second nature because i had to learn i had to fuck it up i had to 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 do these things but women aren't allowed to actually fuck up society has taught women that if you fuck up you are blamed and this goes on your record for the fucking rest of your life when men are allowed to fuck up screw up revamp restart over again and it's like women have to constantly go lockstep so i'm actually a lot better than i used to be it's some things now that i can actually do on my own and it might sound like small victories but it's small things that and i know roger don't think twice about it i'll be like oh baby i figured this out on my own and he'd be like good you know because now i got 
I got a knowledge now that's mine, you know, and I think that, uh, for me, I'm trying to break that, but you know, it's some things I do it once or twice. Once I've gone through my, my toolkit, I'm like, fuck it. I don't know what to do no more. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is one, I, I am always proud of you when you do it yourself, but mostly it doesn't matter what I think. It matters what you think in those situations because you're teaching yourself you can do something and be self-reliant that is the part that stick it's like it doesn't i don't not that i don't care but it's better for you to do it yourself you know it's like you know i cook now a lot but i don't walk around like i love when you love to eat it and i love when you finish your plate and it's all like you know it means that i did a good job and you liked all of it and you you know and all that stuff i love that but at the same time it, i don't need you to like every day come in and be like you know let me show you how to do this in the kitchen or whatever and i will ask you questions sometimes because i don't know and i try my but but i think as a boy child i was kind of taught to be more explorative right and if i fucked up that was gonna be all right it wasn't the end of the world right if i had the wrong answer that's okay people have the wrong answer um now go figure out the right one and i think and that's the lesson as well the wrong answer is also a lesson and i think women don't get that that much it's very much like well you're gonna fuck up you know it's like yes you are gonna fuck up that's what it is and i'm you know to me i'm like trying to teach you to use the or i was trying to teach you use the resources because that's all i'm doing i'm trying to show you there's no magic trick i'm not a superman i don't i'm not i'm not the smartest person in the world i don't know anything more than you do i just start doing shit because it's like almost everything that has been done has been done before correct and so i'm going to always find some type of way to make it work so i'm trying to convince you like well try did you try resetting your tablet right because okay you reset it and it may fix the issue okay if it doesn't fix the issue let's find out the next step let's try another solution i google a lot of this stuff we have computer issues and shit i'm googling like well what the fuck does this mean and and someone almost always has experienced it before and i can figure out with enough research and reading like okay this is the solution so that's all true true so like i said i'm i'm getting i'm a lot better than i used to be sometimes i'm just like it's and a lot of times i'll just say it's just i know it might sound like i'm using it, just simpler but like here you fix it <laughs> yeah it is simpler um but the other reason i wanted you to to do it yourself is so you can see what the work is right and because I've, that's one of the reasons like we talk about i hear people talk about cooking for for male children and a lot of times people go well um they're just gonna get old and have a wife do it anyway so they don't really need to learn how to cook or i'll teach my boy to cook so he don't need no woman you know stuff like that mm-hmm. but here's why you should teach your, your son your male child male presenting child whatever the person that you think is gonna have some female person do all this work for him the reason you should teach them to cook is a simple one to me so they can know the actual worth of the work that goes into it the value and the sweat so that even if they have someone cook for them there's an appreciation there for the amount of work that it was to make the thing it didn't just naturally appear well vice versa with the tech stuff i want you to appreciate the work that it is right like when you ask me to solve a problem it's not always a one second solution sometimes i'm in here for 20 30 40 50 minutes trying to figure it out if you sat down and did it with me or dated yourself you would be like oh 
so when i say can you blank my can you i don't know defrag my hard drive or some shit it's not as simple as the next day i walk into my computer's working right you know what i mean and it's just it's just a matter of us valuing each other's time and stuff and Mm -hmm. you know my preference is to just do those things for you anyway when i can uh just because it's like i said it's easier and i don't want to add any burden to your day or your household or whatever but at the same time like the appreciation for the effort has to be there and you always for the record make me feel appreciated for putting in the effort so it's not like i ever have been like damn she like she say she put a tablet in water and not got and it you know <laughs> she didn't realize i had to like do surgery to get that shit to work again no. like i've never felt like that but just in general i think the value of the work is what people should be uh learning about all right and i put like this i might not know everything that goes behind it but i do respect it because like i said a lot of times i might not know what you're doing but but i'll actually sometimes sit and actually watch you go through the steps and i'll be like oh this shit ain't this because i'll say something and then you would be like well baby like that it ain't it's cut and dry she, like there's a lot more steps behind this and we get to doing it and i'll be like well shit i ain't know it's gonna take this much time yeah well me and like you and justin sometimes will come up with these ideas of stuff to do for the show and to y'all it's just as simple as like why not do this right and then i have to be like okay we can do this but i need you to understand this is not a flip of a switch so that if i do this there has to be some appreciation for the difficulty of this because it's like you can't like justin would be like we should just do a show like this and i'm like and it was funny because he used to have like an idea every week and i'll be like i don't mind doing that are you gonna do this shit every week right this can't be a thing you do twice and then be like i don't feel like it. it's a lot of work that's my point is it's a lot of work right like like and i'm the one doing most of it so you know when it came to uh real house husbands a lot of people didn't know how much work that was they yeah, just a thought of chopping they just thought i was like like oh the show's 10 minutes long like the show's 10 minutes long the work is a couple hours right every episode you know and i'm in here fucking and i have to do these other shows and stuff too it was a lot of work so when we stopped it you know some people were like oh man y'all stopped it but i'm also like we stopped it before it got stale we were running out of ideas anyway right it was eventually gonna just be a thing we were doing that got so ridiculous it wasn't even really funny anymore to to me and and also it was a lot of work so so anyway that's why i think um and that's why i think list making good will be even better and more fun with me involved because i can do the tech stuff right then right you know we can get the segments out of the way right then and put it together and figure it out how it's gonna come together and you know karen's a great partner to work with and i would never do anything that i didn't feel was gonna make the show fun and more better and um and vice versa yes number four listen to an old episode you claim that popeyes is better than every other chicken spot now see that's how i know you a goddamn lie you ain't listen to every episode you ain't listening to old episodes we didn't get popeyes down here for two or three years and we both said the first time we tried it it was trash it was not good i was like are y'all serious are y'all serious is this the one now what we may have said is that the consensus on social media is popeyes is the best but we didn't try until a couple years ago and a couple years ago the first two or three times we went it was was like this ain't good good. cajun spark on my ass this shit is these biscuits is dry the uh chicken was just all right to me like i don't know the size is just okay 
and to this day i still think bojangles over over popeyes i don't care what y'all say i will go Popeye. i will go bojangles over popeyes 10 times out of 10 yeah, and never feel like bad I said, it just might actually be the location that because we don't have them everywhere right but the one near us it is never good i i can't say never i had some in the last year twice that was good okay that's but I, you weren't with me one time i went when okay, i went I to, to say. i went to bed bath and beyond and then i was like i'm gonna try some damn popeyes and they was giving it away you know popeyes be having them weird like get seven pieces of chicken for three dollars honey my love that and, chicken and popeyes and my louisiana shrimp crabs you know whatever yeah, and everybody was like well it's the best in louisiana well i've never been to louisiana so i don't know yeah so it was good you know it was good i had uh public fried chicken for the first time this year public chicken that was shit was good. good now i gotta admit though i had some the other day and i don't know i should have got it when it was hot now y'all because the cold it wasn't good it wasn't good after they've been sitting in that box for a minute i was i was very disappointed on on this batch but the first batch i got i know i'm like can i come up here and just order a a 10 piece and let you fry while i walk around the store that first batch child yeah we must get that fresh it was really good Mm, it spoke to me um anyway uh, i got breaded too uh i'm not sure how you came to that conclusion but that's none of my business you still feel that way i never felt that way so i don't know how you came to the conclusion that we felt that way like i know niggas on twitter say it's the best and maybe that's what we were saying it's like it's the best because y'all say it is but <laughs> your boy ain't agreeing uh hope you got hope you both have a good day and look forward to listen to the next episode thank you miss ct thank, thank you for you. going listen to the archives i will try to go ahead and uh update some of those old episodes on the rss feed mm-hmm. all right all right guys that's it for today this is a long feedback episode um i don't know if i'm doing a show tomorrow maybe we'll see depends on how we feel yeah i don't think we have any advertisers tomorrow so we might be able to just take the day off and chill although i actually still need to do a couple movie reviews i've been watching these art house flicks and shit so i will get at least some sport movie review up tomorrow for premium people but might take tomorrow off all right guys we'll talk to y'all then uh until next time i love you i love you too